0: BDSM United Podcast. Uh, I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook by typing the at sign, The Primal Piggy, all one word. I'm also cross-posting this video today to Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. That is a very large BDSM educational uh, Facebook page and numerous additional other resources available uh, different groups and uh, different pages that are uh, specific to, like, the LGBTQ community, uh, a page for littles, a page for polyamory, uh, several different pages uh, within that one resource, several different groups. You can find the main page on Facebook with the at sign W-C-D-T-B-D-S-M, All together, all one. Uh, today we're going to be uh, continuing our BDSM foundational series uh, where we are, uh, we're trying to uh, help shape the community, the BDSM community that we want to see. And uh, we're going to be talking today about uh, discipline. Uh, the the D in BDSM, BD uh, also stands for discipline. And so discipline has been a hallmark of BDSM uh, since, uh, since that phrase has, uh, it used to be, you know, bondage and discipline and then sadomasochism, uh, all of those together. And then uh, at one point someone discovered as well that the D and the S inside also meant dom and submission, and so uh, or dominant and submission. But originally it was bondage and discipline, and then uh, sadism and masochism all together to make BDSM. And uh, so discipline has been a part of that. Uh, It's also very foundational. Uh, We're going to be borrowing again uh, from the slave training format, from the master-slave relationship dynamic, and we're going to be uh, seeing which things we can pick uh, out of that relationship dynamic and add uh to whatever our relationship dynamics are whether they're d s d d l g or any uh any others uh that exist i'm gonna go ahead and pull my notes up here uh, uh punishments uh punishments are are key to uh discipline, to maintaining discipline and they have three main purposes in regards to power exchange relationships. Uh, First, punishment is meant to serve as a physical reminder to correct incorrect or bad behavior. Uh, The number one uh, tool for a punishment is that it is involved in behavior modification. You're trying to modify behavior. You're trying to bring, uh, uh, bring the submission out of a submissive and to exercise the dominance as a dominant. And you are trying to uh uh shape and mold your submissive uh to the behavior that is correct for your dynamic as a dom directs and so um it's a punishment is meant to serve as a physical reminder not always a corporal punishment reminder so it's not always spanking as we'll see but it is uh it is physical and it is meant to correct incorrect or bad behavior it's meant to modify behavior Uh, Second, punishment is meant to encourage a submissive not to earn punishment in the future. So it's supposed to be something that the submissive doesn't like. Uh, And finally, punishment is meant to release the submissive of all feelings of guilt and remorse over the offense that warranted the punishment in the first place. And so it's meant to be a way of moving forward, a a, a way of not getting caught in... uh, not uh, like a way of not carrying things or carrying baggage in the relationship, but uh, but uh, resolving an issue, resolving a, an incorrect or a bad behavior, and then moving forward, leaving all of that in the past. And so, uh, um, let's go over some guidelines to consider when determining, you know, what type of punishment method you want to use, uh, and and then. Uh, how, when you should administer it, and how to enforce it. And so um, the number one golden rule of punishment is punishment is not meant to be a reward. There really is no such thing as a punishment. A uh, punishment is just a word for something a submissive should ask for if, if your dynamic allows for it, asking for um, a a submissive masochist asking for some type of impact or some type of uh, play uh, that uh, that involves uh, pain. And so a masochist asking for pain is much different. Sometimes people will call that a punishment, but really it, uh, you know, putting the words fun and punishment together. But punishment in a, uh, in a disciplined sense is not meant to be a reward. It should be feared and never fun. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Punishment is not meant to be reward. It should be feared and never fun. This is the golden rule of punishment because we want to modify behavior. We don't want to encourage bad behavior or sorry, encourage incorrect behavior. We want to modify behavior and, and and encourage correct and good behavior. And so many submissives may also be masochistic, and they may crave the pain of a spanking or a whip used on them. Punishment is very different, and it should be unique from any practice play methods. Uh, if, like For instance, if you use a paddle for punishment, that paddle and often any use of a paddle at all should be limited to punishment and not play. So if, uh, if, you're, into, if you're into impact play... And you use one of these trusty things. Say this was my uh, if this was my punishment paddle, I would hang it on the wall. Has actually here it has a way to hang it. I would hang it on the wall, and uh, if if uh, there was to be a punishment to be uh, given, I would have the submissive go get this uh, paddle off of the wall, and then go and get in the correct punishment uh, or waiting for punishment position on the floor, and uh, and then we would talk about uh, uh, this would be laying out in front of her, and we would talk about her punishment. We would uh, talk about the behavior and what, what the correct incorrect behavior was, what the correct behavior would be, and then I would administer the punishment, and then afterwards she would clean the, the, the paddle and rehang it back on the wall for me. And so that would be... A, uh, if we used paddling uh, and used a paddle, this would be only. This wouldn't. We wouldn't pull this down for play. We wouldn't pull this down for a scene. This would hang on the wall, and it would be the punishment paddle. It would always be the punishment paddle. So I wouldn't use a real nice one like this. I would get a uh, less expensive wooden one, for instance, in my dynamic, uh, because this is um, this is leather wrapped. It's meant for. It's very high quality and it's meant for play scenes of impact. So that wouldn't be something that I would use because I wouldn't want it to just be hanging on the wall a lot because my submissive is a very good girl and she very rarely does anything that would need punishment. Actually, we haven't had any punishment needed because she is very mature and really, you know, she runs whips, chains, and duct tape, so she is very knowledgeable about the lifestyle, and very good at her role as a submissive. And so um, if you use a paddle for punishment, that paddle, and sometimes perhaps any use of a paddle may be limited to punishment and not play, you always want to keep your uh, boundaries in place so you don't confuse or shake the submissive sense of security. Remember, we want to maintain consistency. Consistency is very important uh, in a DS, DDLG, uh, MS relationship, uh, dynamic. Any of the relationship dynamics that you're in, consistency is very important because consistency, because without consistency leads to a breakdown of that relationship dynamic. Uh, secondly, we want to be clear on what warrants a punishment and how it will be enforced. Oftentimes we, uh, uh in like a ddlg or a ds will have some of those different rules uh will so the submissive will know what actions will cause a negative reaction and warrant a punishment will know what what is expected of them uh what um what the rules are and uh, uh and also they'll know what sort of punishment to expect uh, you know ultimately or what uh, what choice of a of several meso- methods of punishment should be expected uh, until the dominant decides and so you know really it would be up to me if 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 I wasn't into using the paddle and uh, you know we had you know you know three or four different types of punishments for me to choose from uh, she would know that it would be one of those depending on what I felt was best to cor- to correct the incorrect, or the bad behavior. And so in most cases, the various punishment methods should be explained before the relationship dynamic is in effect and which degree of punishment is warranted for what specific offense. You don't want to leave the submissive feeling set up to fail in regards to punishment. Um, That might work in various forms of S&M play, but punishment should be taken seriously because it's not a game. So you, you want to let them know what to expect ultimately we want to modify our submissive's behavior in such a way that um that the that the behavior itself is actually changed we um in the process of training and in the process of incorporating pro- these protocols we are trying to shape our submissive's uh, life and even though uh oftentimes our power exchange is limited uh, it will have influence over our submissive's behavior because it helps our submissive feel more submissive and it helps bring f- fulfillment into that submissive's life and remember protocol ultimately uh t- takes things that are somewhat mundane uh some everyday things that uh that don't really have any life of their own in it and it injects it injects life and f- and it makes it turns something that wouldn't necessarily be BDSM into BDSM, or in through protocol, so that somebody can find fulfillment, excitement, adventure in doing something as simple as making a cup of coffee, for instance. And so, uh, third, we want to follow through with the stated punishment methods, um, as our rules indicate, you know, uh, not being punished or having the expected punishment changed on them unexpectedly will threaten the trust relationship and can go so far as to unhinge the entire relationship. So we want to take relationship or take punishments seriously because, uh, as a dominant, because our submissive does. And remember if you, you know, if you're, if you're inconsistent, if you don't have consistency, it 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 breaks down the trust in your relationship and uh you know, if it goes too far, it can really unhinge the entire relationship dynamic altogether. Uh for we want to be sure specific punishment methods encourage the correct behavior. Uh if a specific method of punishment proves to be ineffective, reconsider how the submissive is responding and come up with something that will be effective. After all, punishment is not about taking revenge or retribution on a submissive for failing you. It's about teaching the submissive to behave in an appropriate manner and cleanse them from the past wrongdoing. So punishment is about behavior modification. It's about, uh, uh, a lot of times, it's about helping a submissive. If your submissive is younger, Helping them mature, helping them grow, helping them grow up uh, even if they're a little in a in a, uh, in a DDLG or uh, or a mommy uh, uh, boy uh, dynamic, even if they're a little, there will be some aspects of because they're still an adult they're, they're not a minor, they're still an adult so there still will be some aspects emotionally and physic and more so physically uh in the things that they do that they'll have they'll need some maturity they'll need to grow up uh in even though they will feel small and they were, will feel in uh, in uh in more of a childlike uh, uh mindset they still in as an adult need to have good character they need to have uh integrity they need to um act a, a certain way that grown ups act uh in in some situations, especially in their vanilla world. And so you're gonna want to uh help shape and mold them and change their behavior to help them grow up in the areas where it's important. They can be little in the areas where being little is important, and then they can be grown up in the areas where being grown up is important so that you know you can merge the two. Of um, and and create a good balance for that type of submissive. So, oftentimes we're as a dominant, we're helping our submissive grow, and ultimately, as ourselves, we're we're helping ourselves grow in maturity as dominants. But in the submissive, we're helping them grow and change and alter their behavior to weed out uh, bad character and uh, and and bad behavior and get into a place where they are strong and stable and healthy emotionally, uh, physically, and that there is a lot of f- fulfillment and just, you know, growth overall. Um, you, you never want to five, you never want to punish in anger. It's not about getting even. It's not about it's a, it's all about correcting behavior and helping the submissive learn from their mistakes. Uh, if, you're, if you're angry when you punish, you're likely to cause more problems than the punishment was meant to solve. You need to uh, get, um, take some time, as we'll see in a minute, to um, you know, maybe uh, um, get them in a certain slave position and kind of walk away for a moment to gather yourself to kind of cool down and then come back and, and then punish in, after you've cooled down. And so once uh six, once punishment has been handed out the submissive will be in a fragile state of mind so you'll definitely want to uh make sure that you uh give aftercare uh, the punishment may may be over but the punishment process is not it's until you have uh administered aftercare just as you would for for an, an intense S&M play scene Uh, Now it's time for a quiet, like a one-on-one consolation with your punished submissive, reassuring them. Uh, And it's your job as the dominant to help channel all the guilt and remorse out and away with the pain and often the tears. And the submissive should be reminded repeatedly that the offense is done, the punishment is over, it's all in the past, and really those past actions should have no more bearing on on the future, unless there's a repeat behavioral problem, you never want to abandon the submissive until their emotional state is settled, and you both feel reconciled with one another. Uh, this is crucial to maintaining the trust and the security of a power exchange relationship it's It's important to re, to uh, to reinforce that consistency. and so uh, seven, in a polyamorous dynamic or a house slave situation. It can be valuable to ensure that all members of the household are present in observation of the implementation of punishment. This creates a humbling factor for the one punished in front of their peers and serves as a reminder to all of what happens when they misbehave. So if you're in a more polyamorous uh dynamic where you have multiple submissives, not if you if your other uh people in in your other polyamorous uh relationships are not uh involved in your dynamic at all uh then they they shouldn't be present uh but if if they are involved in if there's several dominants and submissives altogether or uh more of a house situation uh more of a family uh in in and, and more of a leather family or somewhat then uh punishment should happen in front of of other submit of the other submissives to serve as serve as a reminder to help reinforce the, uh, correct behavior overall in the household. Um, eight, make sure you communicate well with the submissive as to what different offenses mean in terms of the power exchange and 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 protocol dynamics. You, you know the ultimate offense is disrespecting the dominant, and you should show them how their actions. Are disrespecting you as the dominant, and disrespecting the relationship. And so, if the if the uh, if it's more than just um, uh, performing a certain uh, slave position incorrectly, uh, if it's if it's more about uh, if they did something wrong or disrespectful then uh then they did some then they were ultimately disrespecting you as the dominant, and they were disrespecting your power exchange dynamic that's oftentimes why things like bratty behavior and those t- types of things, even though we get a bad rap for speaking out uh more so as keeping those things out of d s and and out of DDLG and certainly out of MS relationship dynamics, and keeping them limited to top and bottom scenes, is because um, that type of play often disrespects the power exchange dynamic uh, overall. And so it's really it can be a very fine line. In other words, and so um, when you when you have that type of uh, when when that when that is outside of play scenes and comes into the rest rest of the dynamic, uh, then um, it can be uh, a lot of disrespect, and it can ultimately lead to the breakdown of consistency and the breakdown of the overall power exchange relationship. And we get a lot of questions and things on our page about that and uh you know because we we with you know when we have over 100,000 people uh we we get a lot of different responses from people and overwhelmingly that type of thing ultimately breaks down the dynamic and you know causes a lot of problems so um in in your specific dynamic you may feel like it works but you know overall we see a lot more uh, we see a lot more and are exposed to a lot more things, and we see where it uh, breaks down relationship dynamics. And so we, ultimately, you, the ultimate offense is disrespecting the dominant. You always want to have a submissive who is respecting the dominant. And so, um, and we, they, we want their actions and their behavior, behavior to respect the dom-sub uh, relationship dynamic overall. Um there are specific acts of punishment that should be avoided at all costs. Uh, the goal is to correct behavior, improve the quality of the submissive service, and grow the submissive mentally and emotionally through the process, but not cause them to withdraw into an emotional nightmare or lose trust in the dominant if they have uh if your submissive has uh, any kind of mental health issues any kind of mental health or mental health illnesses or any of those types of things you definitely got to take those things into account if they're still um uh, healing from abuse and uh, past abuse and trauma then some types of punishment uh that are that they that trigger them and they associate with that past trauma or that past uh abuse uh, can can really be uh, uh, can work against you and can be bad. So we want to we want to know uh, what types of punishments are uh, are so, uh, soft uh, limits and which ones are hard limits. Soft limits were ones that we can do, but we should be really cautious about using. And then hard limits would be things that are off the table completely, and we shouldn't really do them at all. And so you definitely want to. Have talked about those some of those different types of things before you start implementing punishments and causing uh, a lot of and uh, stepping on a, a lot of emotional landmines and uh, causing a lot of carnage. And so let's talk about uh, so we talked about the uh, the, the different purposes of, of punishment, that it's meant to be a physical reminder to correct incorrect or bad behavior. It's meant to encourage the submissive not to earn punishment again, and it is meant to release the submissive all, all feelings of guilt. We looked at some of the different overall guidelines. So let's look at uh, some of the punishment techniques that, uh, that you can use in your relationship dynamic. So uh, one technique is called corner time. And now you, there are like... There are there is a list an endless list of punishment techniques that you can you can use you can get very creative and you can even get creative with some of these but corner time is uh it gives the submissive time to think and reflect on their actions or their behavior that led to the need for discipline and so uh you know whether it the psychology behind a corner time is whether it's from childhood memories of being put in the corner humiliation, or simply denial of the dominant's attention while in the corner. Corner time has been proven useful with many submissives. And so uh, uh, you, you basically want to have the submissive stand, sit, kneel, or be in one of the slave positions in the corner with their face to the corner, ensuring that there are no distractions in the corner to distract the submissive, from uh, thoughts of the offense that put them in in that mode of discipline and or in that mode of punishment, and so determine the duration of the corner time before it begin it begins. But it's really the dominant's prerogative whether or not to share that knowledge with the submissive. In other words, you can put a submissive in corner time, and you know it's for five minutes, but you just tell them to be in the corner. And uh, you, you, know, you may or may not share with them that it's going to be five minutes. So for all they know, it could be five hours, but you know you already have the specific time frame. And you want to definitely know um, how long your submissive can stand or sit or kneel in a certain position according to health and their, their health and their safety, because you want to correct bad behavior, but you don't want to, and you, you want it to be uncomfortable. But you don't want to uh, it to ultimately be uh, destructive. you want to take good care of your property, and so often a dominant will want the submissive not to move around, you know, spending corner time in a in a defined slave position or perhaps with their nose on the wall. Um, there's also also one where you have them hold a coin like a penny or so or a or a quarter uh On the wall with their nose, and so they put their nose to the wall, holding the coin uh sometimes in a standing position, oftentimes up on their toe on their toes with their arms behind their back uh lean you know leaning and holding that um, sometimes you may put things underneath their heels or under their feet uh oops uh oftentimes it can be uh you know any different number of things like that. Um, let's look at uh, uh, nudity. Can be a powerful humiliation tool if you need to take uh, your submiss, a boastful submissive, back a few notches, or you want them to, you know, to experience vulnerability that brings, uh, you know, a, 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 and a heightened state of vulnerability. Um, there are non-physical types of punishment. These techniques could range from verbal lectures. Uh, to uh, you know, really the the sky's the limit. Uh, let's briefly talk about spanking, uh, and then I have to go, and we'll have kind of a part B of this. Uh, I have to go do some other things here today. Uh, that was my alarm going off to let me know I had a prior engagement. Um, we'll talk about spanking real fast. If you use spanking as punishment, you should define how it's implemented well or well before it's actually implemented uh describe what you'll do um and what how you'll carry it out what you'll use a paddle a whip a cane how many strokes and you know and even how the spanking will unfold um there are you may want to use the different slave positions of course uh the physical pain of a punishment combined with the emotional guilt of disappointing or failing the dom- dominant is what is what helps uh, uh something like spanking be a good form of punishment uh typically it's on the buttocks uh but it can be any part of the body that you choose within within safety within knowing where where you should and shouldn't uh take care that you spank only in areas that have large muscle groups uh you shouldn't be over vital organs or bones veins nerves or sensitive parts of the body that can cause real and serious harm. Uh, if you don't know, then don't use that uh, as a uh, as a punishment. Um, oftentimes, there's like uh, different types, like over the knee spanking of the buttocks. Uh, oftentimes, with a hand uh, spanking, while the submissive is in the punishment position, like uh, caning or cropping of the buttocks. Uh, the meaty parts of the legs, the stomach, the breasts, uh, using a crop on genitals, um, uh, placing the submissive in, uh, in different slave positions in order to do that, a uh, spread eagle, or using something like a St. Andrew's cross. Uh, and so uh, uh, another technique here is essays. An essay punishment is used to provide a redundant and unpleasant reminder of the the offense and how it will not be repeated in the future, like a written assignment. uh, uh, You you assign the submissive a specific number of words, pages, or repetitious written statements, uh, often called writing lines. Uh, This can be done on paper, can be done in an electronic form, on a blackboard, on a whiteboard. Uh, you know, any any different method that you can come up with. They make long rolls of, like, uh, paper that you can hang on the wall and make them write st- standing on the wall on their tiptoes. You can be very creative with it. And so you can, you can hang something, like I said, on the wall with tacks, make them stand on their tiptoes and make them write. Uh, you can use humiliation and degradation. That can be a really powerful tool. But you know the goal of the method is to reach an emotional point where the submissive realizes they're not in control and they have to answer for their wrongdoing. Um, uh, let me let me just kind of skip down here. It can range from verbally degrading the submissive to dehumanizing them into acts of service. Uh, you can make them clean, or you know, or uh, like if they're if their bad habit is leaving dirty socks on the floor, then. Uh, Being naked on all fours in a leash, they can take one dirty sock at a time in their mouth from the spot and put it in the clothes hanger. And so that could be their punishment. And so uh, you can soak the socks in something before you do it, or you can put something, um, you know, put in a butt plug or put in some other device, use some other device on the submissive at the same time to heighten, the humiliation or the degradation make them wear a certain thing or whatnot. Um, you can use a public display if you're part of more of a high protocol dynamic, like in a club or a social activity. Um, it uh, you know, oftentimes a submissive who intentionally misbehaves in public will do so without without think you know thinking that their dominant won't do anything at that time. Uh, you know, hoping that they won't they they won't punish you till later, and then the don't dominant won't be as upset. But uh, you know, uh, if you're going just remember, if you're going to start a punishment in public, you got to finish it that way too, all the way down to the aftercare. And so, um, if uh, your dom- if your submissive talks back to another dominant or in some way offends them, you could do something as simple as taking the submissive by the hair putting them in the slave position on their knees at the offended dominant's feet and and then uh, with them very publicly on display, you could force uh, uh, them into that submissive posture and make them uh, uh, repeat an apology or come up with an, an apology to the offended dominant. Uh, and so that could be a... Um, a type of punishment in a public place. Um, repetition. Uh, repetition is a punishment style focused on uh, retraining behavior patterns or bad habits that need to be unlearned. You can have them complete an act or a behavior repetitiously uh, in in a way of like building a new habit. Uh, the submissive will see consistency in, in it and... Um, uh you know and they will um it it shows that the dominant cares enough to be consistent um it creates a positive psychological state where the submissive can learn correct, uh, correct behavior and succeed without feeling beaten down and so um um simple repetition is the key um uh, the dominant will often accomplish this by stopping the submissive at the moment of the th- that they uh, first notice the incorrect behavior. The dominant informs the submissive of the incorrect behavior and once the dominant is sure that the submissive understands what the correct behavior is, they're instructed to do it correctly, and now the then the dominant instructs the submissive to repeat the now correct perform behavior for a set number of times. And then, last one we'll talk about real fast is a denial of service or attention. Uh, denying a submissive the dominant's time and attention is really a severe punishment, and it's meant to to uh, uh, to force the submissive to stop and do some self-evaluation. So you're not you're you're denying service or attention with the with the goal of uh, them doing self-evaluation. Uh, a s- submissive left with time to reflect and possibly uh and possibly get you know further punishment yet to come uh can help persuade them not to repeat bad behavior uh This can be used as a buffer like I said if you put if you're in if you're angry, you can put them in a slave position awaiting punishment, go away, uh cool down, calm down, and then come back and give punishment. Uh, this is probably the most psychologically difficult punishment, uh, for many submissives to endure. You really got to take a lot of care. Um, uh, if you deny the submissive, uh, the dominant's, uh, time and attention, uh, you know, oftentimes it, it feeds into insecurities that the submissives have. And so you definitely want to take really, really a lot of care. If you deny you know deny them for a, a longer period of time, uh, this and all forms of punishment should be clearly stated, and the submissive should know exactly what's to come. Don't leave everything in the wind. Don't just walk away and and then ghost them. That's not what. That's not an appropriate punishment for anyone. Uh, time for self-examination and reflection on what they should on what they should have uh Done differently uh it can be used uh you know before or in combination with other forms of punishment, and it should be used to establish an objective mindset that will lead to a positive outcome for the submissive uh if de- denial of self uh leads to any other result uh that uh, is uh not positive for correcting behavior. Uh, in the submissive and establishing a more positive mindset in the submissive in the future, then it could cause more damage than good. And so we've gone through several of these, and uh, uh, I am Primal Piggy. You can find me on uh, Facebook at The Primal Piggy. Uh, like I said, I was also cross-posting these today on whips, chains, and duct tape. You could find them at w c d t b d s m Uh, Next time we'll talk more about about tools and um, whips and crops and different types of things in in the next video. And that is all for today. Um, Thank you very much for joining me for this video.